everyone. Welcome back to Who's There. I'm your host, Allison. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. This is a podcast where I usually talk to a new horror fan every week, but this is my What I Watched in December 2022 episode and like a year-end roundup. So I'm not going to be talking to anyone and I'm just going to be talking about my opinions. This is going to be a little quicker than usual because I didn't have time to like write out the summaries of everything, but I'm going to tell you where you can stream it. So if you're curious and you want to go check it out, you can. So let's get into it. The first thing I watched was A Wounded Fawn, which is on Shudder. This starred Josh Rubin, who I just spoke with last week. I gave it three stars on Letterboxd. Next, I went to go see the romantic comedy sort of spoiler alert. It's based on a memoir of the same name. This was really sweet. I liked it a lot. It's in theaters. It might not be anymore, so maybe look on demand. I gave this five stars. Next, I watched Significant Other. This is on Paramount+. Plus. This has Micah Monroe in it, and it was interesting. Go stream it if you can. I give this three stars on Letterboxd. Next, I went to go see Bones and All, the cannibal cannibal romance movie. It was really interesting, really sweet, much sweeter than I expected. I give this three stars on Letterboxd because some of it made me a little bit grossed out. I watched a lot of those cheesy Netflix Christmas movies this month. I don't know why, but I did. So the first one that I watched was The Princess Switch, Switched Again, which is the second movie in a trilogy of these stupid Princess Switch movies starring Vanessa Hudgens. You know, they switched once and they have to switch again, her and this other girl who looks exactly like her, who is from Chicago, and I don't I don't know why. So I, I didn't really like this one. I gave it two stars on Letterboxd. Next, I watched The Apology. This was written and directed by one of my guests last month, Allison Starlock. So I watched this in preparation. Yeah, it's on Shutter right now, and I gave it four stars on Letterboxd. Next, it was Krampus Knocked, so I watched Krampus. I own this DVD, but you can get it on VOD if you want to watch it. I really re- recommend it. It's one of my favorite Christmas horror movies. I gave it four stars on Letterboxd. Next, I streamed Sissy, which is on Shudder, and it's about an influencer. It was my second time trying to watch it. Didn't really love it, but I gave it 2.5 stars on Letterboxd, but everyone else is really liking it, so this is a me thing. Next, I watched A Christmas Prince on Netflix. This is one of those cheesy Christmas Hallmark movies. I gave it 2.5 stars on Letterboxd. Next, I streamed Bed Rest, starring Melissa Barrera from Scream 5 on Tubi. It's about a woman who has to be on bed rest because she is an at-risk at pregnancy and she starts hearing and seeing things and you don't know what's real. I gave it three stars on Letterboxd. Next, I went to go see Christmas Bloody Christmas in a theater downtown here, but it is now streaming on Shutter. I did not like this as much as VFW. I haven't seen the director's other movies, but you know, this... So it was just silly Christmas fun. Got a little ridiculous, but I gave it 3.5 stars on Letterboxd. And next I watched A Christmas Prince at the Royal Wedding. This is the next in the Christmas Prince trilogy on Netflix. They get married a year later because that's a good idea. I gave this three stars on Letterboxd. This was a little bit better than the other one. Next, I had a movie day with some of my friends and we watched Crimes of the Future, which is streaming on Hulu. This is David Cronenberg. David Cronenberg is not my favorite because I don't really love body hard. This is very, this is a very complicated plot. It was fine. I'm never going to watch it again. I gave it three stars. And next we watched Hellraiser 2022, which is also streaming now on Hulu. Also Hellraiser franchise, not my thing, but just wanted to watch it to see it. 
I know I was excited for it because it was a female pinhead, but I think pinhead is supposed to be pretty androgynous. So I don't think the gender of who was playing Pinhead really had much effect on my enjoyment of the movie, but I gave it three stars on Letterboxd. Next, I rewatched Scream 5. You can get this on VOD, I think, but I on the DVD, of course. I gave this 4.5 stars on Letterboxd. Next, I watched Silent Hill, which is now streaming on Hulu. I hadn't been able to find the streaming for free anywhere, so I was really excited because I know this is like a rainy day atmospheric movie, but honestly, it's not that good. The acting and the script is just kind of terrible. I hear the second one is better. I don't know. Let me know. I gave this two stars on Letterboxd. Hulu's been killing it with the horror movies lately, and next I watched Mom and Dad starring Nick Cage and I can't remember her name, but it's about when, when parents start trying to kill their kids. So I gave this 3.5 stars on Letterboxd. Next, I went to go see Violent Night in theaters. It's on VOD now. I actually loved this. It was so much fun. David Harbour is amazing. And I don't know why this movie wasn't getting more buzz, but I would very much recommend watching it. Maybe not even waiting until next Christmas. Next, I streamed The Innocence, which I think is on Shudder now. I think it's been on Shudder all for the entire time, but it just came to Shudder via Amazon, which is how I subscribe to Shudder. So I was told that this was not probably going to be my thing because it's kind of slow and it really wasn't my thing. These kids are fucked up and, you know, they do bad things to animals. So fuck them. Not my thing. I give this two stars on Letterboxd. Next, I rewatched Insidious, which is, I think, on Hulu, maybe Amazon Prime. We know it. We love it. This movie is very solid. I gave it four stars on Letterboxd. Next, I watched A Christmas Prince, The Royal Baby on Netflix. This was fine. I don't even remember the plot of it. She has a baby, I think. And I gave this three stars on Letterboxd. Next, I watched the final movie in the Princess Switch trilogy, The Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star. It's on Netflix, obviously. I thought this was the best of all of them. I can't remember why, but I just enjoyed it more than the other two. I gave this 3.5 stars on Letterboxd, and these plots just keep getting crazier and crazier. Next, I streamed on Christmas the new movie adaptation of Matilda the Musical, which is based on Roald Dahl's book. It's really dark. It's really funny. I remember seeing this on Broadway. The score by Tim Minchin is great. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. I give it 4.5 stars on Letterboxd. Next, I streamed Nanny on Amazon Prime. I liked this. At parts, I thought it dragged a little, but I thought the performances were great. I gave this three stars on Letterboxd. Next, I finally watched Incantation. It's streaming on Netflix. Everyone had been saying all year how good this one was, but I just didn't know if I could read subtitles for two hours. But it was actually really good. So I gave this four stars on Letterboxd. Next, I rewatched Hereditary, which is on VOD, but I own it. I rewatched this because the Horror Virgin was rewatching it. And I love this movie. It's not for everyone. It's not for most people. But I love it. It's a wild ride. Tony Collette is so good. Uh, Gabriel Byrne is so good. They're all so good. Five stars on Letterboxd for me. Next, I rewatched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies because I was talking to one of my friends about it. It's on VOD, but I have the DVD. I give this 4.5 stars on Letterboxd. The last movie that I watched of 2022 was Glass Onion on Netflix. This is the sequel to Knives Out. It is great, way better than I expected. And I thought maybe it was too overhyped because everyone was saying how good it was, but it was actually really good. Everyone in it was really good too. It was a great cast. I give this four stars on Letterboxd. 
So overall, I watched 280 films in 2022. 77 of them were rewatches and 203 of them were new movies. I don't know if that's a, a new high for me. Doesn't really feel like it, but oh well. So my top 10 horror films for the year 2022 are as follows. Counting down from 10, I know I posted a graphic on Instagram, which was in no particular order, but I determined that this was my order. So number 10 is Fall. If you don't think this is a horror movie, it's because you haven't watched it. Number nine was Run, Sweetheart, Run. Eight, Smile. Seven, Watcher. Six, Violent Night. Five, The Menu. Four, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Three, Fresh. Two, Scream 5. And one, Barbarian. I know people are going to be like, oh my god, why is, you know, Pearl or X or whatever other movies, Hellraiser 2022, not on this list? Because I didn't, I didn't hate them, but I didn't really like them that much. So there you go. That's the roundup. We're getting it in at, you know, under 15 minutes. So thank you for listening in 2022. Like I said, in my last episode, I'm taking January off because I'm starting a new job. Yay. But if you, you know, want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Who's Their Pod. We're on Instagram at Who's Their Podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or you'd like to be a guest, shoot us an email at whostherepc at gmail.com. Until next time, stay scary and get boosted.